This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hi, everybody, and welcome to this episode of the Dr. Psych Mom Show. Today, we are going to talk about a movie that I watched called The Lost Daughter, and um, this was based on a book that then I also read to make sure that I was understanding the movie by Elena Ferrante, and um, so after I uh, take my little break where I tell you guys to subscribe, I am going to be talking about aspects of the movie, so that could and does include spoilers, so if you don't want to hear the spoilers, then now's the time to not listen to this episode and go watch the movie and then come back. Um, so remember, I and I'll tell you one more time, because I hate spoilers, so I don't want you to get any spoilers if you don't want any, but then there's some weird people like my oldest who, like, read the end of the book before the beginning, so, like, some of y'all who are intending to listen to the podcast may then just go want to watch the movie anyway, which is something I wouldn't do, or maybe I would, but who knows. Um, anyway, so now's when I tell you to subscribe because I have lots of subscriber episodes coming out and one of them, the next one or the most recent one is about binge eating and drinking and that was a follower request. Uh, so you can listen to that if relevant to you or relevant to anybody that you are close to. And honestly, binge eating or drinking is super common. So I would be shocked if there was not anybody that it applied to. So anyhow, what is the movie about? So the movie is about an older woman who goes on vacation. And in the beginning, we see that she has some telephone calls with her grown daughters who are in their 20s. And she's supposed to be, I think, in her, um, oh, I know how old she's supposed to be, in her late 40s. And um, it's not, doesn't seem to be terribly uh, close phone conversations, but we don't really understand why. They do say, I love you to each other on the phone. Then the woman goes on to the beach, and that's when the real bulk of the story begins, when she encounters this whole big family, and this family includes a young woman in her early 20s who has a young daughter who's supposed to be around uh, four, maybe, uh, I don't know, around there. And um, the, the movie then includes this older woman getting weirdly involved with this family and this specifically this mother and daughter who we see through flashbacks is really triggering a lot of memories of her own parenting experience of her two young daughters, uh, you know, around 20 years ago. And within these flashbacks, we see a lot of what the actual experience of mothering is like. And so that's why I am telling you about this because, I mean, I watch a lot of shit. I don't tell you guys about most of it. So, But this in particular really resonates with the few women that I've talked to about it that have watched it, um, but also me personally and all almost all my clients. This really, this movie really shows the overwhelm of mothering multiple young children. 
and the physicality of it particularly and it was directed by Maggie Gyllenhaal so she's a female director and you could really see um, in my opinion that it was directed by a woman who had some experience with this because there's a lot of it's very body focused so there's a lot of sensual kind of scenes uh, there's some sex scenes and there's a lot of the the physical sensual and overwhelming physicality of both sides of being the mother of young kids and how they're always on top of you and they're grabbing you and they're kissing you and they're hugging you but they're also hitting and they're also uh, constantly crying and the noise of it and the thing is she's trying to focus because she's a translator I believe and she's doing her work and she uh, and her husband has a career also and the career of the husband is prioritized and she feels upset about that and resentful and um, she's like there's a scene where she's trying to do her work and she has the headphones in and he's on the phone but one of the girls starts crying and he like you know uh, tells her to go deal with it basically and she tries to put her headphones back on because she's so mad and resentful and overwhelmed but the kid keeps crying and then he you know the husband kind of pushes her more to go out and uh, she does and the girl has hurt herself she's cut herself minorly and but she's crying and she wants a kiss and she wants the mother to kiss it and she won't the mother won't kiss it she takes care of it with the band-aid but she's just so stressed out and so overwhelmed and so resentful and it's really well done because you can see like anybody watching it is very uncomfortable because you could see that the little girl it's not her fault and that she wants to get her her, her her need is is kind of small in the moment it's negligible it's something that people would say that a mother should definitely do but in the moment it seems just like the last straw to the mother and she can't bring herself to kiss it even though she does do the care of it and she does take care and gives a band-aid but then she just goes to the sink and just stands there and there's also episodes where she yells at the kids too and again, it's really hard to watch if you've done any of this. And if you're a parent, you've done some of this, particularly if you are parenting multiple children that are very close in age that are young without help. And most of this happens. That one happened when the guy was in the house, the husband, but he was basically not there. He was telling her that he couldn't deal with it and um, or that he wouldn't deal with it. And there are other scenes that happen, like when she loses one of the girls for a little bit, which is something that the young mother in the in the current time of the movie does also in the in the family that she's watching on the beach little girl becomes lost and that flashes her back to when her own little girl became lost and it was just her and she was picking up one and screaming and looking for the other which is something that's happened to most people on a playground or a beach or something like that and so it was super uh, relatable as they say and then I won't go so far as to give you like the real spoiler of how this particular mother the, the older woman had um, reacted to this when she was young but it's unusual and would make most people it's not violent or anything but it'll uh, make most people most people do not respond this way so uh, she does and um, and I, I I will just call it her um, her her 
incident. <laughs> so her her incident, which is going to be an underestimation of what she actually did, in my mind, it was very interesting because like you could think that she's a monster for her incident, but also you got to look at it. And also like the young woman, by the way, sorry for telling this, I'm probably giving you guys PTSD about how your own kids tell stories. But um, the thing is, is that she has her incident of responding what many would agree is very poorly to her children. And the young mother in the here and now uh, doesn't respond that badly. She she knows about the incident. She gets closer to the woman over time and learns about it. And she's even drawn to responding similarly. But then she doesn't. And do you know why I think she doesn't? Which, I mean... Uh, you know, who, who knows what like the director or the author really intended as, as the uh, reason that the older woman responded so poorly and the younger woman seems to be responding better. I mean, there's two fucking really practical reasons that are really going to resonate with you if you've been a mother and with um, hopefully if you're a guy listening to this, you could talk about it with your wife because women really appreciate any effort to understand their experience in the most stressful stages of parenting. But I think there were two reasons really important uh, differences. The first one was that the young woman in the here and now that responds better to her daughter than the older woman did, she has help. She has very obvious help from her sister-in-law and a whole big bunch of family members that is always around. And there are some times where the younger woman gets overwhelmed and her sister-in-law literally takes the girl right out of her hands and, and brings her, like she's, like the little girl's clutching to the mother, the mother's getting very overwhelmed, um, she's even in a store, she says something like, you're embarrassing me, stop stop, stop, let go of me or something. And then the sister-in-law swoops in physically and the sister-in-law also is pregnant for the first time and it's told that she's pregnant at the first time at a much older age than the um, young woman. And so it's kind of implied that she's been in this role without her own children until now she doesn't even still have them. She's pregnant. So she's been helping like all along in this role where she like swoops in and is, um, uh, is physically, instrumentally very helpful. And of course, I'm sure that the young mother resents this, but also appreciates it, everything that you feel ambivalent about. But it's really hard to get to the end of your rope if you have help. Also, the older woman had multiple small children and zero help. And this one has help and just one small child. So, and I know a lot of women, myself included, who thought like they were going to be awesome mothers when they had one kid. And then the other one comes and you're like, what the fuck? They're always up my ass and they're fighting with each other and they're grabbing each other. And it's more than twice as loud because the way an only child plays is way different than the way that two children play together. An only child with an adult versus two children together. So anyhow, I feel like there were really practical reasons that people can take... um, you know, can take as object lessons here in terms of what really pushed the older woman over the edge. Again, she didn't do anything violent. So if you're an HSP that doesn't like violent, well, if you're an HSP, it is, it can be a a difficult movie to watch, but it's not like the incident is her like killing them or something. It's not. Um, But anyway, the, the point is, is if you go back and you and you watch this or you have flashbacks like this woman does about times that you regret like so many mothers do about yelling at the kids or you know there's one incident where she smacks the girl's hand or or something like that or or you don't give the kiss out of passive aggression because you're so tapped out or whatever the case may be every mother is going to have moments that she remembers that she regrets 
think about like how you were not set up to succeed probably these were not moments I'm sure when you were getting help when you felt like your best self when you were rested when you felt like you could engage in your life outside of the kids in a way that maybe your husband did it it wasn't when you had just one child and you were like calm cool and collected and playing that's not when mothers lose their shit it's when usually when you are completely tapped out often with multiple small children not getting your sleep not getting help and of course people can you know lose their shit with an only child too i'm not saying they can't um but it's though the more the more little uh, organisms you're expected to take care of right i mean then the harder it is so the point being that i think that this was like a super good movie at, to help you feel more understanding and empathy with your younger self which is a podcast that i wrote about and a post a podcast that i did and a post that i wrote both about uh the stage in your life where you finally feel more empathy for your younger self and this movie could be a good way to expedite some of that it can be difficult to watch as anything uh that leads to change is difficult to engage in to confront things that you don't want to confront however you know that's all for the greater good of having a maybe a deeper understanding of why you were triggered in certain ways that you regret and if you are you can uh think about them differently with more empathy to yourself there you could apologize to your children if relevant if if they are at an age where where they would understand that or if they remember things that you did you can use it as um really a way to think about how you cannot act like that now even if you have older children let's say uh as most of my you know i have uh listeners a range of ages even if you have children that are in college it's not like they don't annoy you you know and so you can watch this and think like what did what do the children really need in the moment why am i responding poorly right now am i tapped out do i feel overwhelmed have i not gotten any time to be who i am outside of mothering lately like etc you know i mean if it, honestly had this woman had the more support from her family and another interesting point by the way with this was and you had to go into the book to learn a little more about this but she references it during a fight that she's having with her husband the older woman in a flashback uh she says like her, that she, uh something about the girl shouldn't be exposed to the shit that she grew up in so obviously she did not have a close relationship with her own mother and in the book it talks that the mother was would always snap at them and yell at them and um the mother herself um I think had been abused. I don't think I'm making that up. I just read this book. I think the mother had been one of many and she was in poverty and so her her thing was worse somehow. Um as it usually is, you know, every generation tries to do a little bit better. Um but sometimes it's still not good enough, right? But uh the point being that this other younger woman in the current telling has a supportive family, but the and and that is a big buffer against her being her worst self with the children. There's just more people around watching her in a very pragmatic sense so that she's more accountable. As I constantly reference, there was a study I read years ago where um the only situation that makes monkeys, lab monkeys in captivity abuse their children is the current stay-at-home uh, mom situation, which not current, more like as I've talked about, now dads are a lot more involved, but um at least a few years ago and and way before that, uh was one ape or chimp or whatever, I don't remember, one monkey alone with one baby. 
or multiple babies, I forget, but it was just one adult monkey in captivity. And that is so different than the natural situation that's supposed to happen where there's a big extended family. So when you completely get tapped out and you feel like you want to hurt your baby because you're so tapped out, you give it to somebody else who's there. And uh, you've done this for other people and it's this whole interconnected network, which is more what the young mother had, but not the old woman that is... um, I shouldn't say old woman. Jesus Christ, she's just a few years older than me. But um, uh, 48, I'm 41. Just it's a, it's a lot of years, guys. It's almost a decade. But anyhow, um, the the point is that the older woman in the flashbacks did not have such a support system, not in her own family of origin, and not with her husband. And this is supposed to be uh, due. It, it's not even specifically due to the guy himself in this framing. It's due to more of the society. He was expected to go pursue his job. She was expected to put hers more on the back burner. This is not how it is now as much, but of course there's still um, a lot of that when the man is the primary breadwinner that, and the woman does, is not close to her family and can't afford help or doesn't want help or whatever the case may be. So either way, summary is it's a really interesting movie. It's well done and it can help you um, if you are a woman, a mom, you, it can help you to empathize with your younger self, to kind of think pragmatically about ways you don't get into situations moving forward where you feel tempted to to hurt the kids emotionally or to withdraw from them because you're so tapped out and it can also allow men who are watching this to understand more of the stay-at-home mom experience and how physically demanding and overwhelming it is particularly for more sensitive women who maybe aren't kid people you know like this woman wasn't she was like a translator of languages she was obviously in her graduate work I mean she just was a more intellectual person who had grown up in a dysfunctional family and who was very sensitive to the constant demands of the kids which was obviously um, these the the demands were amplified when she was alone with the children for extended periods of time um, so so yeah it's super interesting it's a really good thing to talk about to watch and to talk about with your spouse and it can promote a lot of empathy both for your own self as well as if you're a male watching it for the experience of your wife and anything that can and this is a big time by the way for empathic ruptures to happen is when there's a young kids and that's why I have my post called the young mother stage and why to come home early from work which is obviously a good companion reading thing for if if you watch this movie Uh, all right guys hopefully that was interesting and useful if I continue to watch or read anything of use I usually try to tell you guys about it uh, but very few are as directly relevant to the themes that I deal with and see in my clients as this movie was so highly recommend and I hope everybody has a great day please do subscribe follow me on YouTube and TikTok and everywhere else that there is social media, I am there. (laughs) Bye-bye.